Thank you for listening to Papercut Podcast, bringing you evocative interviews with local creatives every week from hometown heroes to hidden gems. Brought to you by the West End Cultural Center, the best place to see live music in Winnipeg for over 30 years. Welcome to Papercut Podcast. My name is Jared Goche. I'm Olivia Michaelchuk, and we're here with Ace Burpee. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I am from uh, Cooks Creek, Manitoba, which Same. means two-thirds of this entire room is from Cooks Creek, Manitoba, which is, is pretty amazing. Yeah, you're left out. Um, and I work on the radio, on Virgin Radio, and I host the morning show. And um, I like dogs, and fishing, and music, and... Skateboarding. Still love skateboarding. Skateboarding. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell by the skateboarding I can't... Shirt. I can't drop it. I'm too old to skateboard. But then on the flip side, oh. can you be too old to skateboard? I, that I, I don't think know. so. When it comes to skateboarding, does your stretching routine get longer and longer as you get older? No, but the actual act of skateboarding? Yeah. Like, So like, I have a mini ramp in my garage, and if things are going well after about seven minutes, I go, well, good. No <laughs> one got old. hurt. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. That's like literally. Go back and forth a few times. I'm like, ah, you know what? Time to get out. Yeah. <laughs> you dust your hands that's off. It. Like, yep. It's like, yep. <laughs> All right. That yeah. was good. Seven minutes. That's plenty. <laughs> Did you used to get more than seven minutes out of your out of your ramp before? It used to be hours and hours and hours and hours of yeah. skateboarding. What's your favorite trick? Mm, well, I was always a ramp guy uh, because if you grow up in Cook's Creek, there is no cement. So it's not like we could do any, like, street skateboarding. Yeah, you could go on the highway. You could go on the highway. It was very rough. <laughs> yeah. And you go, car. Or you could break into, uh, not break into, you could crawl under this uh, fence. There's this big uh, structure in Cook's Creek known as a grotto. And you could try and skateboard in there. That was also rough. So um, More for worship, that place. <laughs> it's supposed to be for worship. Yeah. <laughs> not for skateboarding. <laughs> But yeah, tr- uh, tricks, here's my favorite tricks nowadays. Anything where you don't leave the ground. As long as the wheels are still touching something, yeah. then Spin you feel doodle. much safer. Yeah. Nice. It's really lame. Is what it actually <laughs> but it's <is>. safe. <laughs> yep. yeah. Safer. Yeah. Okay, so how did you get started in radio? Yes. That's what you're most... Take us through the timeline. Yeah. Well-known I went, uh, right now. Um, I have a... I guess it's called a journalism degree from uh, the Southern Alberta Institute of Technology in Calgary. It's like the same as the Red River program. Oh, was the Red River the... program a thing when you did it? Yeah. But you went to Calgary instead. Yeah. I had a friend there and uh, it was very good. And so I majored in writing. And so I, um, that's what I thought I was going to do. I like to write. I'm good in English, things like that. Um, and then I used to write commercials back in the day on um, for a few different outlets. And then I, for a while, I had what would probably be considered... I had a talk show. How this happened, I have no idea. I had a talk, you know how, how. <laughs> that's fair. Um, that's, <laughs> I do know how. I, so I if used to write knows. commercials. And this guy that ran you know, CJOB, the radio station, yeah. his name was Vic. And he's like... Hey, you're interesting. You should do a show. I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. And then, so I had this talk show on CGOB. It was, I was horrible. I I tried to be, not tried to be. I was like, I wanted to do like a pop culture kind of talk. This is like 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I was just out of my league or out of my, I was like so raw. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even know how to work anything or how to book guests or how to. Yeah, it was just so random. That was, but that was my first like. But you radio did book gig. guests. Yeah. Who did you have in? My first guest. Was, so I say pop culture. That's a bit of a stretch. I wondered just in general interesting people. Actually, the first. Now that I think back, maybe it didn't suck. The first guest <laughs> was this guy named Steve, uh-huh. who has a bear. He owned, like, a pet bear. Well, it's not his pet. Like, he doesn't live at his house. (laughs) 
But he goes, he's up in the inner lake. Yeah. And in the spring, he'll go to his, he has this like cottage in the inner lake. And he goes out in the woods and he starts calling this bear. I forget what his name was. He has a name for him. And then sure enough, every year, bear would come running. He'd hang out with the bear. Bear would go back in the woods. And then whenever he called this bear, the bear would come to him. How did you find out about Can't him? I remember. <laughs> so you just knew there was a bear guy so, and you wanted him. I mean, I love bears. So I assume I was talking about bears and then someone was probably like, my friend has a bear. And I'm like, that's the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. Probably. But yeah, Steve had a bear. Huh. It was the first get. It was good. What yeah. was the show called? Oh, that's unfair. <laughs> oh, but awesome know. that you asked that. Because I, it's not cool. Yes, it was yes, supposed yes. to be. Tell good, us, good, tell good, us, good. tell us, tell us. The show, so here it is, a a varied pop culture, again, wrong word, but a varied sort of human interest type show. It's called The Edge. Oof. The Edge. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. So Didn't like it then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like it now, but you got to own it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't it age well? Wasn't aged well when it was pitched? No. <laughs> No, the edge. The edge. So, uh, how long did the edge run for? Again, thank you for asking. Three months. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and, but also fun. The reason it was canceled is because it was replaced by. That's awesome. An infomercial about beds. Oh no! True. An hour-long show where we got like mattresses. Guy would talk about mattresses. Was he trying to sell the mattresses or? Yes. Oh. Holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Now a lung of information about I'll be honest, I like the mattress show. I tune in once in a while. I go, you know what? The this ratings is, were good this too. Is better, this is better than mine, I'd say. I understand. Yeah. So did that open the door? Who did yeah. you meet to make yeah. that next step? So then after that I did uh I had a radio show on Power ninety seven at night and then I did that for like maybe five months. And then one oh three asked if I wanted to do the mornings, and that's, I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and Power 97, when you started, was that more local stuff or more, like, newer rock music? Yeah. yeah. But it was like, there's there's songs from that era that are burned into my brain that I <laughs> Tell can't us. get oh, away from. Stone Temple Pilots? No, more, uh, the one that stands out is, like, it. All I remember, I was just always introducing Default. Do you know who that oh, is? Oh, yeah. Default, yeah. I swear, like, I must have... That's all I did. I think. <laughs> and back-to-back Default. It was yeah. two for Tuesdays. So when you say uh, you're working nights, was that back when they had overnight DJs? No, no. Oh, you I worked till late. midnight, so, like, I think it was 7 to midnight or something. 7 to midnight. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because that's fun. not a, a thing that happens anymore, right? It's usually... I think that's a very good point. No. Interesting. Yeah. So going from e- being evenings, like later night to, you know, you're on at, what, five thirty six in yeah. the morning. Oof. What, are you more of a morning person or more of a night owl? Uh, I'm easy. I'm not, uh, not afraid of either. Nice. So yeah. do you have to go to bed super early? Uh, no, I don't. You should. Yeah. yeah. Naps after the show, I would imagine? Once in a while. There's no, I don't think, I mean, if someone, like, well, think of like, like, I can't figure it out because there's all, like, I do stuff at night or I play hockey or whatever. So I'll never get a set schedule down. I'm sure some people do. But then there's, like, nurses and police officers that they'll be, like, evenings for three weeks straight and then go straight to a daytime shit. Like, so I don't put it this way. I don't feel sorry for myself. Right. That, that I can assure you. That's fair. The yeah. consummate professional. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk a bit about uh, how you decided that going to Alberta to pursue this was a decision. Let's start um, from a, a baby or ace, baby ace, up till now. Well, I took I right from high school. I went to U of M to take phys ed because I thought I would be a phys ed teacher, which was all right, but it. I, you know when you can tell your heart's not in it, mm-hmm. right? Like, I like the idea of doing that, sort of, but I, I'm like, would I love it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And so, but U of M was awesome, and uh, 
And then there were things like, I'm a big either A or F guy. Right. So I either am extremely good at something or the worst, and there's no real middle ground. So like, I can get a 4.0 in English, and I can easily come back with a zero in biology. You know what I mean? Like, right. And so it was, I was too, there were two extremes. Same with like, I either love something or I'm out entirely. There's mm-hmm. no like middle ground with me. And so that didn't work, but it was, it was awesome. There were some wicked people there. And then, but also I tell people now, like there's no wasted education. There right. really isn't. Like if you take three years of something and that doesn't end up being what you do, those three years were so not a waste whatsoever. There's still stuff that I use to this day from courses that have, you'd think, nothing to do with what your career is. There's no, zero wasted education, I think. Anyway. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't end up being what you do, I, I, I don't think it's even remotely a waste. I think it's all awesome. Um, and then I traveled a lot before I ever took school seriously. Where'd you go? Uh, I've been, I mean, I've probably been in my life. I actually put some in my phone. <laughs> the whole list. No, I did. I was like, cause I was, I was thinking of where to go this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, before I do that, I actually did make a note in my phone. Perfect. Nice. And, and this is all mostly when you were between. Nah. When you is... dropped out. No, this is longer than Ukraine, Hungary, France, England, Netherlands, Belgium, Germany, Czech Republic, Ireland, Austria, Japan, Scotland, Denmark, Norway, Russia, Spain, South Africa, Trinidad, Barbados, Jamaica, Dominican Republic, Haiti. I went to Haiti last summer, Guatemala, Mexico, El Salvador, Honduras, Iceland, Nicaragua, Australia, Switzerland, Honduras, I said again. Everywhere. So where's there left to go? Latvia. <laughs> So have you decided where you're going to go this year, or uh, here are the well? So there's a there's a soccer tournament every four years. Well, there's World Cup every four years, but then there's also a Euro Cup every four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've been to the last two. The, I've been to Ukraine and France for the last two, but this one is uh, like all over Europe, mm. and so it's a mm. super easy. I use them as an excuse to like go to those places. Right? It just happened. The, like the euro was in Ukraine, I'm like, well, there's a great excuse to go to Ukraine because I won't probably go there otherwise. So euro might knock off like a bunch of places, but I'm a big Googler of places. Like I get on a tangent, like I'm like fixated on this and then I'll go to McNally and buy like books on that place. So currently Morocco is very high, mm. very high. I just and had then, friends that went there. Really? They loved it. Yeah, I bet. And then how come this is? <laughs> Are you interviewing us? Now? Happens in life, but like now, how come like I'll be flipping through? I was on a plane the other day, and what's on the cover of the magazine? Gotta be Morocco. Of course it is. Oh, <clears throat> and I buy a magazine for the plane ride home, right? And what's the feature article? Why you should go to? And I'm like, why is? How does All that happen? Signs. All signs are pointing to it. Lots right? of signs. Yeah. This, we've, this is the third coincidental thing that we've spoken about. We were just talking about breakfast cereal. Yeah, you I, mentioned what kind of cereal I like yeah. this morning. No joke, for no reason. I'm going to say I haven't had a bowl of cereal in 15 years. And that would be for sure correct. And so and when you, you were thinking about it, were you thinking today might, you know, I, I might, might be, be ready to, to break that trend? Yeah, I was thinking about it. I'll tell you <laughs> specifically what I thought about. Okay, tell us. A, the time that I figured out to open up the box of Raisin Bran from the bottom. Oh my mm. gosh. That was a big moment in the my life. The two scoops are probably just swimming down there. Yeah. It's, just a, it's literally a gold mine down there. That right. was one. And two, when I uh, started putting whole cream on cereal instead of milk. Oof. Whole cream? Milk. Like the 18%? Whatever is a thick one, yeah. Whoa. Thirty-five percent whipping cream. So that would pro- <laughs> that would be my favorite cereal, except that the latest that can be, or the yeah, the latest I would have had that would have been fifteen years ago. I can assure you, I haven't had cereal since then. 
And for no, I'm not anti-cereal. Mm. Right. You but then be. also. You're not pro-cereal. I'm not like. Clearly. <laughs> clearly, though. <laughs> if but you're like in my house yeah. growing up. Yeah, let's talk about growing up. We only had, like if it had sugar in it, guaranteed it was not in our house. No so sure. any of those the fun ones, fun ones, no, are f- absolutely foreign to me. I wouldn't know. Oh, no. Cheerios, though, no cornflakes, uh, shredded wheat, <laughs> cornflakes, shredded wheat, a thing called I don't even know what they make it anymore. It's called puffed wheat. Uh, yeah, That's like came, sugar crisp without the sugar part. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> take, yeah. take take what's fun about a sugar crisp. <laughs> Eliminate the fun. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> So, Lots of cornflakes. I want to talk... Shreddies. Sorry. It's okay. We're talking about childhood. Let's talk about growing up. Yeah. You're, you have a sister also who's yeah. in the My sister well. is a dancer slash she does choreography. She mm-hmm. does modern dance. Mm-hmm. She's also getting her PhD right now, which is awesome. Huge. Yeah. PhD in what? Yeah. Right. Great question. <laughs> I think you'll have to ask her. Right, right, right. But we'll it's definitely fun. a PhD. Yeah. <laughs> PhD in university. Yeah. She's getting Duh. a PhD in university. Right. That's huge. Was what I'm saying is I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah, I should, but you're supportive she's awesome. regardless. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. So you and your sister are both involved in some sort of, I guess, artistic. Yeah. Creative. Profession. Creative, oh, yeah. that's the word. So is that was that fully supported by parents the whole way through? Like hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. My parents were good. They were uh well but like <laughs> Oh but also like we don't seem like we came from like our activities involved go outside. That was <laughs> literally so like we didn't grow up we didn't have video games or Watching TV was not a thing. Like, you were outside all the time. So I wonder if... Like, because I literally had to make my own fun mm-hmm. all the time. Everything was either make-believe or building something or... Right? There were no rules. Like, could you, as long as you're outside, you do whatever you want. It was... <laughs> the, seriously. It was yeah. the best. The best. And I... Yeah, I wonder if there is something to that, right? Like, uh, kids having to use their imagination and creativity to make things happen right well as a choreographer i guess and someone who's on the radio and at times would have to speak to yourself to nothing that's like both expressions of your imagination for sure yeah and that's just all going outside that's all we did (laughs) (laughs) yeah but then we're also like so like i was obsessed with hockey right like i would i had a rink in front of my house and i would be out there for hours and hours and hours but then my mom was like, yeah, there's lots of other things. And she would make sure she was relentless in that. Like, okay, so are you going to learn to play an instrument? Mm-hmm. And now I, I mean, I can play guitar. I can play lots of things. And thank goodness, because that stuff's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was always like, yeah, you were allowed, like, whatever your thing was, right? Like, that's fine. But And then, like, even reading that was always like I would my presence have never been a video game or something like that it's always been a book mm-hmm. and that stuff pays you back big time yeah for sure yeah so did you was there like a like a family radio like sitting around the radio or sitting around the library no. like all reading together my mom all... only thinks there's CBC she doesn't know there's other <laughs> that's no. good though CBC is great yeah when you're a kid it's actually the worst it's the opposite of what you just said it's It's called the worst thing in the world yeah oh there's some horrendous shows i don't even (laughs) sit on like we would drive around like driving into winnipeg listening to like like it would be this guy like reviewing his favorite albums of all time but that like they're from like the 1940s and 50s (laughs) just so we're clear this is the worst Right, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, you you can't possibly be seven and enjoy that. <laughs> I would uh, going to my grandpa's house. It would always be CJOB, oh, just yeah. like yeah. S- sitting with the newspaper open, not reading it, and a yeah. cigarette, and CJOB. And I yeah. would argue that that must be worse than CBC 
because it's like the farm report. You yeah. know that? Mm-hmm. Where it'd be yeah. like... And it was in the AM... Yeah, like, and there too. was a guy that would know everything. You could just be like, yeah, I have, like, mold on the west side of my basement. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's really hard living in Cook's Creek this time of year. And, like, <laughs> how do you know where he's from exactly by knowing all of these things? It really was incredible, but I it would is argue incredible. it was horrible, horrible some, radio. There's people, like, find some real companions in people on the radio. That's like a... Yeah. That's a thing, mm-hmm. for sure. And is that a thing that you've experienced for as sure. well? Yeah, like did. Your people's buds in there. Yeah. yeah. And they've like, I mean, I've been doing the same show for like been on the same show for 13 years or something. So people will share with you, you know what I mean? Like it, there's a relationship that's formed and it's, it's neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I want to go a little bit further back because we were talking about going to school and so you, you weren't passionate about becoming a phys ed teacher. What was what had turned you on to radio, or was that always something you had thought about? No, I, I'll tell you what it all is. Is it just happens to be radio? But it was something where I my I have a million ideas and a million thoughts, and I need an outlet for them. That so it just happens to be radio. But and so for like and and to. If anyone has any sort of creative bone in their body, to be able to express that is extremely, extremely important. It's extremely important for your overall well-being and mental health. It's the same as being being able to express yourself creatively is the same as a workout for some people. It's the same as a sport. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, um, this is more like a big picture, but like, it doesn't have to be what you do for a living. It, ha- it as long as it there's an outlet for all these things. So I I'm mega mega lucky because that's all it is. I'm not like oh one day I want to be on the radio. That I don't like I don't even have a radio hero or anything. You know what I mean? It just happens to be this. It's the same like I started out writing commercials, and and even that was working. As in, I've got all these ideas in my head and all these um, different ways to. Uh, portray a thought or convey a thought and so if it's this if this is what I'm doing that's good yeah that was a long winded I don't even know if I answered the actual question but so it wasn't like oh man I want to be a radio star no I just want to do something where where you get to be creative and I have lots of ideas that need an outlet and then I've been lucky like this job like most of my ideas I can act on them and a lot of them I can use some of my best ideas I give to other people or give to organizations that need an idea whether it's a fundraiser or whatever and it's it's awesome it's very lucky yeah, I don't think I don't some... think everyone would be I don't think everyone would like I'm very fortunate I think yeah. What are some of these ideas? I, for some reason, I just got the the rem, remembering the barbecue peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, How long yeah. ago did you do that? <laughs> yeah, see, that's exactly. That's so strange. The that like, boys as well. That's but that's an awesome example. So I would like. So this has literally zero to do with being on the radio. Yeah. I would eat these barbecue peanuts all the time, and then this, I always think of. I mean, my I, my brain doesn't stop ever. Mm-hmm. 100 miles an hour all the time. And sometimes that's really bad and you get off track, right? You, people are like that. But on the flip side, sometimes be like, so I would eat these barbecue peanuts all the time. And I'm like, why wouldn't you make these into peanut butter, I say. And then I'm like, well, why don't I just make them into peanut butter? Right. And so made a couple calls, made them into, <laughs> made it into peanut butter. Yeah. And then sold it. I don't need to make money off it, so I attach a charity to it. It becomes super fun. Then you get to be involved in making a label, and like it's just the best. And so, and then, then the flip side, it was awesome. Like it's actually <laughs> legitimately good, right? Right. And so that's fun. Now I've done something good for someone, but I had a good time mm-hmm. and got this idea. Another one checked off. Yeah, it's win win win. It's awesome. Is that it stuff's still the being most made? fun. No, but people ask me about it a lot. So I think it's twenty twenty. I think Ooh, it's gotta come back. Come back. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. 
And another one of those ideas um, that maybe came through radio, but uh, you do uh, play guitar in Golden Boys as well. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that just uh, you guys were shooting around and it was like, hey, how, how did that come together? Because you guys all work together. Yeah. Um, well, I've always, not always been in a band, but I always like to be in a band. And I've been in lots of them. And it's so fun. And uh, and I like I love making up songs. I, in fact, the other day I was in Cook's Creek and I found this old book. Not book. This like box of like stuff from growing up. Mm-hmm. Half of it is songs. Like, really? Just non-stop making up songs for my entire life which is i thought was fun and so yeah and so this band was um well if you want the truth uh-oh we do it was we because <laughs> this poor guy at my work it his marriage fell apart and i was like let's get the boys together i was like i'm gonna ask him <laughs> if he wants to start a band yeah I yeah feel like that might be fun. And that's how it started. Awesome. And yeah. you guys have uh, two music videos out now? Mm, yeah, I think we have a couple music videos. We have lots of songs. Time is my biggest enemy in life. Number one and 1A. Because there are so many things I want to do. And time is the factor in all of them. Mm-hmm. I like... Yeah, I love writing songs. I like recording. I love being in a recording studio. I love making videos. Yeah, it's just the best. So jumping into the recording studio now, before the show, can you walk us through how, how does um, a normal weekday show get prepped? Mm, I do it one of two ways. I either have a whole bunch of things. They're, they're extreme differences. I'm either ready the night before because I'm like, that's a hit, this is a hit, and this is it. I got like three big things that can turn into something great. Um, or I just get up really early and do it all in the morning and see what... Honestly, a lot of it's just how you're feeling. As in, if you said, if you're not feeling it on a Wednesday night, then don't worry about it. Go to bed and see what happens Thursday morning um so yeah I have no here's what I know I don't have a routine whatsoever in fact I'm deathly afraid of routine okay I think routine is what quite often where fun goes to die doing the same thing at the same time all the time I don't Interesting. Love it. so in the morning when you on air, sometimes you just don't know what's going to happen? No, no, I always know. You always know. You no. just don't know when you decided. I don't know when. Yeah, I don't know when I've decided. Right. But then I also don't know. Uh, I don't like to force it. As in, if if something's not great, don't try and ram it down people's throats. I do that in person as well. If I'm speaking to 500 people and it doesn't seem like a crowd that wants jokes, mm-hmm. then don't try and do something that they're not into. Right. Just, right. You got to feel it. Mm-hmm. So you, what happens on the days that you're not feeling it? You just don't um, want to be there. Does that ever pick, happen? Yeah. It hap- I'm assuming it happens to everyone, but then just pick things that, um, that are at least real as in, um, saying, finding, finding a story about, someone who did something good Mm -hmm. in Winnipeg is never going to let you or other people down. And that person genuinely did something good. Right. So, so go with something that actually won't let you down. And that's true as in, as in don't try and fake your way through it. Right. Like you're not feeling it. Well, don't try and fake your way through being zany or whatever. It's not going to work. Right. I mean, it might work once. But it's not going to be the long term. <laughs> Every day for 15 years. No, it's not going to. On those days where maybe it's just not, or you have something that doesn't fit, do you just bring it to the table and have Chrissy, LTI, look at it and say, hey, is there something here? Do you workshop any ideas? No. The, I think you're supposed to. Okay. 
<laughs> However, we work way, 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 way better the less the other people in the room know about where something's going. Right. And so I think you're told, and by I think, I mean, you're told by lots of people that you should know the beginning, the middle, and how a segment ends. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's awesome. But (laughs) do you want people to actually laugh? You You can tell the difference between someone laughing for real and laughing because... That was what was planned. Yeah, I'm supposed to laugh here. I know yeah, you're going to end I can't it here. Live, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I think it would... Again, it's like saying... it's That reminds me of routine. Right, then... Yeah, it's, it's less funny if you know what, where the punchline is and you know what the joke is already. Yeah. And yeah. so we share like... All, all of our segments are basically just like one word. One or like maybe one to three words. So, Can you explain that? So, I have a segment. Well, I have one for tomorrow, whether I do it tomorrow or not. But called uh, Walking Home from Dinner. And that's all they're going to know. Is mm-hmm. that the segment's about walking home from dinner. They don't know whether the story's funny or <laughs> sad or amazing or... That's it. That would be the entire... That's all I would do. And you, like, put this into, like, a schedule or, like, text them and they know this is what you're going to talk about tomorrow? No, I'll just tell them, like, right before. (laughs) Yeah. Why do you tell them right before? Uh, I might not tell them at all. Right. Yeah. But that's what you're planning for tomorrow, potentially. Yeah. If the (laughs) the mood's right for the walking home from dinner stuff. Right. But I do have to say, the show has a, a nice flow in that. Yeah, everything sounds natural. It doesn't sound forced. And also, the laughs that you hear every time I tune in, you can tell it, it's kind of it's, well, it's no, that's so genuine. Stuff. Those yeah. are real laughs. Yeah. That's, and that's that might be all it is, to be honest <laughs> with you. Laughing. Well, no, but like, do you really need to know exactly what led to Right? Like, some people might not even get the joke. Some of them aren't even funny. It's just. A certain word <laughs> prompts people genuinely laughing. Well, yeah. then if that makes someone happy, then that's good. And the friendship, it sounds like, is so genuine, too, on the show. That's the other thing. And like that's just, the other... When I said I was lucky earlier, right? Like, I get to do... Like, I do whatever I want, basically. Mm-hmm. And all these creative things. <laughs> but then the other lucky part is, like, we're, we're, not, we don't, we're not sick of each other. It's still genuinely fun and funny. And I don't think... I mean, that's, that is very lucky. That is not lost on me mm-hmm. that, uh, that that is awesome. Yeah. How long have you, you've been with Chrissy longer well, I, than uh, LTI? Yeah, I think it's, I, I don't know, but I, I say 14 years. Oof. 14 years. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to say oof. Isn't that, that just wild? seems like a, a long, long time. time. I know. Yeah. Like, a lot of shit has happened in 14 years, right? Like, that's, that's a long run. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Lloyd's probably like almost 10 years. And, uh, yeah, again, lucky, but like, we don't, uh, and like, we don't, we're not going to run out of shit. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we're not, like, there's, there's zero chance. Like, I'm not, I've never been struggling to, oh my gosh, gotta put something together. No, it'll be there. Mm Yeah. Yeah. So... When we talk about your job, it's is it just the show, or do you have like other obligations that fall under uh, your? Yeah, there's job? like some boring ones that aren't even <laughs> worth explaining. But then there's like not obligations, but like I I don't I wouldn't do this and then do nothing else in terms of the community or helping out people that need help. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just do the radio show. I think the other things are very fortunate that I get to do a lot of those things. And I've learned a million things I wouldn't have learned by being involved in different organizations. I sit on a couple boards. I People ask me for help all the time. And that's it can sometimes get overwhelming. But then on the flip side imagine someone needing help and then thinking of your name yeah that's awesome 
Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. So do you get recognized a lot because of your face or your voice or yeah. like, do you get recognized a lot? Yeah. All the time. I had a really strange experience at a music festival where it was absolutely pitch dark walking through the campground and I was talking and someone recognized my voice from... No way. Yes. From the podcast. They didn't see my face. That's we're, very cool. You're episode 90. We've been doing this for a minute. Wow. Two years. This I, will be three. I did not have a story. <laughs> I don't have a story like that. <laughs> but that's all. That's really cool. Yeah. Didn't you know? Did I tell you that? You did tell me. Yeah. yeah. You have told me. She's so like, does, does something like that happen to you ever where you're like not facing someone, but someone can tell you from a very your voice? Almost every day voice. if you want yeah. to. Every day? In fact, it can ruin your life. Oh, no. <laughs> Again, you get very... Because... You, you, and then like you can hear your name said in the right. grocery store, and you don't know what they're saying after it, mm, and it mm-hmm. can drive you right because it's not always going to be something good. And so, yeah, those things are actually the worst. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine that because your personality is so on your sleeve, sort of in the on the show, that there could be polarizing opinions. Oh, massive, yeah. And you're... I'm not naive to that. But, right. But it does Yeah, it doesn't make it any less... <laughs> it's it's not fun. Right. How do you deal with those types of criticism? They're, they're not so blatant, are they? Like, people don't come up to you and be like, I hate your show, sort of thing. No, they'll, but they'll say they hate you. Really? really? Oh, yeah. to, to your you? face? To your face, yeah. Oh, how do you respond to that? I hate you, too. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. <laughs> Pretty good at the high road. Yeah. Yeah. And that... I mean, the high road can sometimes be so hard, but you can have some massive W's by taking it. Like, you can rack up some big <laughs> wins. You can. Right. In both the, in both the like, I didn't make that worse, and the, that person probably feels probably like an asshole. doesn't love what just happened. Right. There's a woman. This is so crazy. Tell us. I'll tell you. Okay. I don't even think I've ever told this story. Good. Like I know nice. Hot take, hot take. Yeah, this is a woman in Winnipeg Square. This isn't even that long ago. And she was with her kid. <gasps> I know. So I'm like, man, you just... This is a double fail on your part. But she said... <laughs> but double win on your part. Yeah. But she, <laughs> she said, I hope you die right <gasps> to your face. Whoa. And I'm like... And so I was trying to think... Because there's nothing I've said or done that would... Elicit that response, that yeah. It's too far, right? And I'm like, and then I saw, like, there was a friend with her, and I'm like, are you showing off for the friend? That's where you get most of them, is someone trying to show off, or, yeah. So public events that aren't, or I'm not in control of things, right? Like, I go to lots of things, right. but I'm generally in control of them. As mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do most of the speaking and I right and I'm sort of separated from the rest of the crowd so like things like a bomber game aren't fun and a Jets game's not fun you know when you're you just, uh, like just in, in attendance as opposed to being yeah. okay yeah but I mean that's I there's n- literally nothing you can do A and B it's way too late. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. a common thing in radio where people will come up to, to hosts frequently and say, I hate I you or I want you to die? Oh my gosh. That might not That's be horrible. as common, but like this public criticism of, of public figures, does that happen in the community? I think more so online. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, people get destroyed online all the time. So yeah, I don't know. I, it's not as um it's not as bad as you think it is it's just that and this is for everyone people generally only remember the like if 20 people came up to you in the same day and said you're amazing and then one did the opposite Mm -hmm. most people will go home and remember the one that's just human nature right even though most of us know better right right well yeah interesting that i no it's wild it's actually wild i i don't complain about it ever and i don't like i've never tweeted about it but some of the things i could show you would blow your mind 
I just they don't really understand was. why. That's you don't who we are now. Don't say anything <laughs> hateful. No, I uh, no, and yeah. I know. I've always known where the line is. Right. And I'm not pretending to be respectful and inclusive of people. That's ex- exactly a million who you percent are. who I am. Right? Yeah. I didn't even have to learn that stuff. Right. If you want the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no. But yeah, that's the way it is. Wow. It's and it's wild. It's actually wild. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's wild too because because you're you do so much in the community. You know, it's not like you just punch the clock and go home. Right, or it's not like I punch people. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're contributing know, a lot of your time to do all this you, stuff. I don't think you can win. And uh, that was my next question. Um, you were mentioning um, events or things that you're at where you're in control. You're at a lot of events throughout the city, whether it's for charity, different organizations. How many of those events would you do in a calendar year? The most I ever did was like two sixty or something. Wow! But that was. Two-thirds of the year. It was. Yeah. Really? That was, like, scheduled. Like, yeah. you had something else to do. Yeah. Holy smokes. Wow. And that's but, not including you having to work every morning. Correct. Huge. Above but and yeah, beyond. But yeah. not nearly that many anymore. And right. then there's, like, like, it's January. There's almost nothing. And so so I'm better. I, I, I'm certainly not uh, good at managing my time or life, but I'm better. Than I used to be. Mm-hmm. Saying no, is that something that you're starting to do, or I've tried. I'm horrendous at it, and mm-hmm. then I, because I don't think uh, I'd be alone in this, but like you say no, but then you feel worse right. for saying no. Mm-hmm. So you should have just said yes and booked up more of your time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, but I've certainly gotten better. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah. And so then you take that, do you take that free time to try and work on one of those ideas like you were saying, like the um, yeah. barbecue peanut, you know, yeah. peanut butter and words. A million of them have nothing to do with, like, they're not going to have anything to do with career. Right. In fact, right. last night I was designing what I call super ramp, if you want the truth. <laughs> super ramp. Sure. You Texting got details? my friends sketches. Of a super ramp? Super ramp. Yeah. Where is the super ramp going to be? It's placed? like a... Skateboard ramp with like a, a deck and then a barbecue and it's like a super ramp. It's like, yeah. It's, it's like a, a backyard, but on a ramp. It'd be like an entire backyard put, yeah, right. Super mini, ramp. mini like waiting pool for the nieces. Of course. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. So you're, stuff al- like that. you're always doing something. What do you do to relax? I do not relax very well. Really? So, like, if relaxing for you, is that just taking a drive, going mm. to the dog park? No, but I, I go to Cook's Creek where I'm <laughs> Giving him ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Can you please relax? <laughs> yeah, do you want to chill? Try going to the park. Uh, have a nice tea. <laughs> uh, no, I read. Okay. What have you read lately? Um, I've read two books since Christmas. Wow. Two? Huge. Uh, well, one was the Team with Solani book, which, uh, I mean... I know all that stuff anyway, so it's not going to be very interesting. But the second one... Boring. What, no, what it was called, <laughs> I don't know. What is this dude that went solo across uh, the Arctic? Not in the water, like on land. So mm-hmm. from like Yukon to... Actually ended in, uh, where would it be? Baker's Lake, I think. I should put those on my list of places I've been. Been to lots of places up north. I'm doing that. Nice. Uh, but yeah, this dude that went solo across the Arctic. It was awesome. Holy smokes. First day, grizzly. And I'm like, dude, great start. That was awesome. You love bears. Yeah. I love bears. <laughs> got bears. That's how you both got your start with bears. That's true. <laughs> you should call them. That's amazing, actually. <laughs> just reconnect with I the bear I told my dog once. Your dog? Said, yeah. Okay. Told it. I said, just so you know. I wish you were a bear. Either you or me <laughs> may end up getting killed by a bear, and that's okay. And... The dog was okay with it too. Yeah, it's fine too. Because I think it's a noble <laughs> way to go out. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Um, I want to ask you about your dog because it, it, it has an interesting name, Bally, right? Yeah, Bali. Bali. How she how came did... with it? Oh, I, she came with it. It wasn't you that. I should have. All you had to do was change it to Molly, and life would have been way better. But I didn't even think of that. I'm like, I guess it's Bali. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. So everyone's like, that's Bailey. I'm like, that's all right. Yeah, Bailey's good too. <laughs> she doesn't mind. No, she doesn't know. Okay, so you're saying you're downtime, you go to Cook's Creek. Yes. Yeah, I go to the country a lot. I go fishing. I love fishing. Nice. Are you ice fishing uh, these days? Well, thank you for asking. I bought my first uh, battery-powered auger the other day, and I'm quite excited. How big's the battery? Just little. Like triple A's? No, no. Like a little ion. Is that a word? It's like five like inches lithium ion. Lithium yeah, ion. Yeah. There we go. Yes. There we go. Uh, so yeah, sort of downtime. Uh, fishing, I like. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's how he said reading. Yeah. I like to read. I got a stack of books. I got another one ready right now. This dude who ended up with a penguin. True story. Was Rescued it the same the- guy? No. Arctic guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rescued a penguin. The Antarctic guy. So that one's ready to go. And then I got the Trevor Noah book that I don't know if it's any good. So you're a big nonfiction guy. I'm only nonfiction, yeah. I'm kind of the same. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I'm a lazy reader, so when it comes to like getting into like a fantasy series or something, yeah. I just Oof. I love fiction. <sighs> yeah, I, I want to. I love uh, Jurassic exactly Park. Exactly, me too. Yeah. I want to too. Start with yeah. Jurassic Park. I'm yeah. telling you, that's it's a great. And that could be close to nonfiction if you think about it. Yeah, it's not wild to think in the next hundred years we, we could be ridiculous. doing this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just so good. It's so sciency. Yeah, see, in <laughs> theory, great. I love science. So yeah. science fiction could be I'm, good. But I'm stupid when it comes to science. But I'm it, not winning any sort of science Nobel Prize award, in yeah. physics. Not, none Last of us place. are, really. Last 100% of us are not. Well, we don't know for sure. You're not good at science. Gonna, yeah, but that's, that's, that should be even easier for us to get into these books because it's fantasy, so they're making up all the science terms, and they're, like they sound... Yeah. You remember when uh, Interstellar came out? And and people were ripping on it because it wasn't like, well, this isn't actual accurate or anything like that. And I was like, I, I just thought it was a really cool movie. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't second guess. So when you were saying like list of things that people shouldn't get mad about, it's like, well, the, the movie's pretty like wild already. It's like I don't, I didn't think that this term was like people completely off. Make a list of things that maybe don't get mad about. What would be at the top of your list? Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll go with... I'll go... Just to make your life a bit easier. People that take photos of people who've parked poorly and then post them on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rough one. Or with the note, right? too. I get that that wasn't the best parking job. <laughs> but... I don't know. Weird, those weird me out. Because they're passionate. Yeah. It's the passion that throws me off. <laughs> it is. It's the, thank God I found someone who screwed up. That's yeah. what it is. See, and I feel that way about the your, your, there, there, there. I think we should chill on that. Oh, yeah. For 2020. That's interesting. I think it's like, okay, if somebody has a good argument, right. if they're trying to tell you a point and they use the wrong there, like, let's not, like, ream them out for this, like, lack of understanding in a particular word if they're actually trying to make a point like who cares you just like want to be some sort of like elitist of the yeah. of the english language like comparatively none none of us are elitist of the english language we could just use whatever there we want that's my talk leave them alone leave people here's, alone here's um here's the number one if in 2020 okay for everyone that's hoping someone would change their ways or change their mind mm-hmm. okay sure the number one way to not have them do that is by telling them to be better that is very popular on the line on, online yeah just they te- be better they say be better or do better mm-hmm. no one will change if they're told that you have to help them be better yeah it's pretty condescending it's condescending <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah just just overall get better like okay <laughs> like, most people who argue don't know how to win arguments mm-hmm. yeah that's true that's fact if you're super into arguing there's you'd be super into losing to me in an argument you'd be destroyed because <laughs> you're too into arguing right which means you don't know how to win arguments right because you're always in them yeah you just gotta sometimes listen right 2020 listen listen <laughs> listen so aside from taking a trip so, this year yeah. um 
which is undecided Morocco. No, it's meaning. decided. It's Morocco. It's just Morocco. where I'm going oh. somewhere. Okay, and it um, won't be close to here. What's something else this year? Uh, do you have any kind of uh, resolutions, or, or do you make a list of things you want to try and get done uh, in 2020? No, but um, there's a couple songs that I have to make happen, uh-huh. and if I don't, that would that would be a real fail. Okay. So for sure that. And there's something I was thinking the other day that if I, I really, really, really... Oh, yeah! This is stupid, but it's awesome. Okay. I want to build a... Like a boat. Build a boat? Mm-hmm. But it, it's called a, like a shanty boat. If you Google them, they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. And awesome. It's just like sort of a mini little houseboat. Yeah. But rough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, where are you gonna Where are you gonna sail it? I don't know. like Lockport. <laughs> I don't know. I might take it down to Cooks Creek. Yeah, I, I feel I want to spend the night in my shanty in my shanty boat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's on the list, and it's pretty high on the list. Yeah, nice. boats. <laughs> I didn't. I'm not fully aware how they work. Yeah, They're boat. so big. Yes. How do they float? I was on the Nonsuch the other day. It's huge. Yeah. Oh yeah, I went and checked out the Nonsuch too. Like, I, how does that? What? The, something for me, 2020, is Googling how boats work. Because that's <laughs> fascinating. Like, and cargo, like, if you put, if you put a train car in the water, it sinks. But if you put a, a thousand train cars on a boat, yeah, it right. stays how? Mm, that's what I want to learn. I tried to make uh, non-such cologne. <laughs> Sorry. Non-such Could, cologne? Couldn't get it right. It's, and it will just smell like boat. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that distinct non-such smell. Yeah, like when you wood and rope. rope. Yeah, wood and wood rope. And, rope. <laughs> and the various other like novelty items that they have uh, set up on it. Yeah, yeah, just and those little tiny beds. I know everyone so was so cute. much shorter. Do they yeah. rent out non-such as an Airbnb? Oh, that would be excellent. They should. Interesting. Did you did you go when you were allowed to go? Below? No, no, no. I yeah. just went. Okay, I when yeah. I went, they had just opened it up. I think it was around Christmas for yeah, for and that. you could see the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, and and the lady who gave us the intro in there, um, because it was the replica, and they had like the the old crappy beds, and they were super short, like you said. And she was like, "Yeah, but they didn't stay in them. Like they had hammocks that they just slept in on oh. top." And I was like. You oh. could have at least just said, like, they roughed it out and they, like, yeah. wanted to make it authentic. Like, they Maintain the whimsy. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, sell good. me a little bit good more, work. please. <laughs> no. Yeah. Maintain the whimsy is good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. I yeah. I went to... Nonsuch was put... Do we know this, everyone? That it was put there and the museum was built around it? Yeah. That's, that would make sense. That's incredible. Yeah, There's, like, pictures incredible. of it and everything. That's just like the thing. Yeah, that's cool. It can't go anywhere. And they also have little speakers around with like random like sailor noises. And seagulls. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, did you see it? There's a cameron today. Five shillings. Like, and all around that's while you're so walking, awesome. it's just like petering off voices. That would be an excellent job. You should get into that. What, what doing old Shanty- timey Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the side. <laughs> Maybe that could be. You got some free time, you know, and you want to do something creative. I can find the time. <laughs> yeah, you could. They need to be upgraded. I bet. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and when was the last time you went to the museum? Uh, I went to that. They have a new Winnipeg display. Oh yeah, I uh, saw that. Yeah. I think that something that I donated is in there. No. Because really? I went to the thrift store and yeah. found a big um, Festival de Voyager button from yeah. 1984 and I went up to a man there that was dressed in a whole thing and I said I found this button at the thrift store I don't particularly care about it but it looks like you might care about it and I want you to like that's awesome keep this or give it to someone or do something with it that is more important than because I don't really care about it and then I went to the museum and the exact button was there and I wonder if my my encouragement you're, to... You are, I don't know if that's the correct word, but you helped curate that exhibit. Yeah, I'm a curator. That's unbelievable. Put that on your resume, Olivia. Yeah, curator. Like a mental, <laughs> Local curator. Now, right? Yeah. Curator. I want to open a museum. Ooh, what would it? Be, um, this is a great... Beavers. Yeah. 
Beavers? Yeah. Beavers. Or beavers. Are there a lot of beavers in Cook's Creek? Is that? Oh, yeah. But I have lots of beaver stuff. Like a lot. Oh. Excessive amount. Is that your favorite animal? Mm, it's top five. <laughs> do you, do you five. know what the other four are? Like off the top of your head? Mm, they rotate, but some of your mainstays would be beavers Wait. always in there. Bear. Wolves are always in there. Bears are always yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. Anything that's on a coin... Yeah. <laughs> I have beaver, uh, a special beaver edition of silver dollars. Oh, yeah. Well, I have beaver everything. I really do. Like, shocking amount. That, that was the best part of the children's museum, was the little beaver dam. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then they just <clears throat> cleared the whole thing. It's that just was my like science a... project in grade seven. Really? It was a very like... realistic beaver dam. Wow. First place. But tiny. Tiny. Realistically tiny, yeah. <laughs> scaling. No, scaling. Oh, scale, scale, yeah, yeah for scale. Yeah, yeah. 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 very accurate yeah. scale. But it was beautiful, and now they just cleared the whole thing, got rid of it. And it's just like a, a train and floor space Is that for right? running. It's like a gym. They still have that slide. That slide was dope. Nope, slide's gone. Yeah. Everything's gone. I didn't go to the children's. Did you go to the children's museum when you went to the museum? I went as a no. I went as a child, and it was great. Yeah. Um, my mom bought like us a year pass yeah, and we yeah. just like go with like a book and a crossword and we just like run and then when we get tired then we'd go home that was I like remember babysitting I took my nieces this is the, this is the like what do you do now situation sure sure we get to the children's museum yeah and we're there for like a minute <laughs> oh no and then one of them's like what are we supposed to do here? I'm like, oh, fuck what I know. I, don't know. <laughs> I thought you guys know what to do with yeah, places yeah. like this. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, minute. I thought, you know, a couple hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, yeah, at the Children's Museum, I went as an adult to like the indie music night at the Children's Museum. Yeah. Everything was gone except for the train. It's huh. kind of just like, Interesting. well, fun things, you know, like the, oh, the gross thing, you know, like where you put your hand and yeah, then, yeah. Imp- but kids put their like whole faces on I, it. I like, do that. don't lick that. No, they but like. licking everything. I know, I know. I should be more considerate of that. I, I can't imagine being a parent. I would wear gloves all the time or like going to like, sick. It's like the, McDonald's. They're... I remember running around that thing, taking my shoes off. Like, oh gosh, what a ho- horribly. <laughs> and then, you know what parents still try and. The agenda they try and push still. This is classic. Hmm. Uh, they go, so they'll go straight from. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're way so much smarter than you think they are. They are kids are so smart, <laughs> right? And then they won't even notice that right after that they go, yeah, she, I she, I saw her licking a door handle the other day. And I'm like, you just undid your <laughs> their super smart agenda, right? You don't notice how that's. It's not like they're licking that handle thinking they know something we don't. Like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is classic. They just mean that the the child has picked up an attitude along the way, and then you say something and they, like, talk back. You're like, whoa, that was quick. But they're not actually smart. They just, like, repeated <laughs> something yeah. they saw in Ratatouille, and then you're yeah. just like, brilliant, my, my doorknob licker. So smart. Yeah, so proud of licking the doorknob. (laughs) That's the opposite of what you were trying to sell me. (laughs) Oh man, we've gone so far off track. I do have one last question. I do too. Okay. Do you want to go first? So your mother. My mother's awesome. Is acting now. Have you gone to see her act? Oh yeah. And what do you think? Uh, Do you want the highs and lows of it? Ooh, you have lows. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I have... The she used to... Speaking of highs, she was also uh, the puppeteer at my birthday right, parties right. for many years. My mom does puppet shows, yeah. That was great. And still... Deprived. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Hor- horribly deprived. <laughs> uh, yeah. But my mom's been in lots of things. Mm-hmm. And so she... I guess most recently, the, this big one she was in was... No, she was in two. She was in The Humans... At MTC. Mm-hmm. And that was a big hit. And she was really good. Then she was in this one called The Cottage. I went and saw The Cottage. Which was also a big hit. Yeah. And uh, that guy who wrote that play. Mm-hmm. This is so weird. My mom's like, oh, talking about this guy that wrote the play. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, one of my favorite books is by a guy with that name. 
It is the guy. It is the guy. Whoa. He wrote this book, Juliana and the Medicine Fish. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love, love, loved it. And he wrote that play, The Cottage, which I thought was super cool. Yeah. Anyway, so things like that are awesome. But then, when you go to, like, watch your mom in a friend show. Yeah, I saw one of her friend shows. And too. there's some dude in the show. I realize it's a play. Yeah. But he's calling your mom a fucking bitch. Right? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't need to be here. I did that or I'm going to jump this kid. Yeah. And I'll put on a real friend show for you. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> n- nobody would know. Right. If you so just did that, nobody would know that that wasn't part of the play. It would be very <laughs> disruptive performance art. So, yeah. Exactly. Well, you know what I mean? Like there's things that you just don't want to see. Yeah. At all. And that's like a little punk calling your mom a bitch. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. and it like I remember. I remember. It. I'm like, I'm never gonna forgive you, kid. So like, does that mean he's doing his job really well because he sold it to you? Yeah, right? sold it. Like, yeah, he sold it. He he evoked emotion in you, and yeah, that's, that's a good that's point. A, that's, that's a, a great way of, of looking craft. at it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to see the positive. But he's a punk like that. But he's a master of his craft. Yeah, that's fair. That's a better way of looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> but so, still punk. Yeah, I don't need to th- see that ever, even if it's obviously a play. Right. But yeah, she. my mom's cool. Yeah. So is my dad. My my family's cool. Does your dad do anything creative, artistic? No, but when the stakes are high, mm-hmm. this is the thing about my dad. He'll come off as mm-hmm. just a pretty regular, typical rural Canadian dude, mm-hmm. right? But when the stakes are high, yeah. as in he wrote the eulogy recently mm-hmm. for this one of our best friends and it is literally one of the greatest things you've ever heard in your life wow it's when this there's something about it. he used to write these stories mm-hmm. and they're not like they are absolutely incredible really but it wasn't like he was a guy who likes to write stories mm-hmm. he would wanted to write a story for his kids it was for christmas right and they were incredible Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Wow. He's like a yeah, and you wouldn't know. He doesn't even know. I don't think that what he's done is. I mean, that was absolutely brilliant. Interesting. Have you yeah. pushed him to try and share this a little bit more? Or I don't think. I think my sister could probably have that, like, get that out of him, or at least talk. He and I wouldn't. We'd just talk about fishing. Mm-hmm. I know your dad as like a, a prankster, an ultimate yeah, prankster, yeah. and so funny. Like yeah. any time my grandpa was in trouble, it was because those two yeah. did something dumb. Yeah, that's like actually gl- glued the salt and pepper sh- shakers to the table. I was like, that's not yeah. that's not a good prank, guys. That's like <laughs> that's destructive to a restaurant. You love that place, you know? Or like always playing foosball. Great at foosball too. That's they incredible. would kick my ass. Me and my brother. You know what else? Is- Mrs. Burpee and my. Like, Mr. Burke. my dad won't come off as smart, okay? Which, the dude has, like, he has a master's in phys ed. He used to run the YMCA, like, for the entire country. And he comes from nothing, which mm-hmm. is also, I find, so fascinating. I mean, nothing. Like, this room we're in right now would have been his place growing up in New Brunswick, and it was him and his mom, and that was it. And, yeah, just, I don't know how, where... Someone finds that in them to like, like everything's stacked against him, and mm. he figured it all out. Yeah, no help, no. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. no help, no connections, no anything. He's awesome. Yeah, he's cool. So you had mentioned earlier you don't really have any radio heroes. Is it safe to say your parents would have been your biggest inspiration? That, that's that's all. That's all any of it is, and it, it's all like my parents. Almost everything they did was for the benefit of others. My dad didn't work at the Y because he needed a job. He worked at the Y because he wanted to make things accessible and inclusive. And, like, he, the dude was ahead of his time and stuff like that. He used to, like, in terms of accessibility and things being for everyone, guy was miles ahead of his time. And same with his work for... You, you know those Women of Distinction Awards that they would do the YMYWC that was his idea hmm. and so he was miles ahead on things like that my mom same thing worked in mental health her whole life I was I would go 
to she when she worked at Selkirk Mental Health Center, I would go with her to work, and so it was all I was it was all very very normal to me. And so yeah, when you say like everything I learned was from my parents, as in no, I don't have any like yeah heroes or whatever in terms of what I do, but yeah, I got everything from my parents. I think they are the yeah. heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd just, say to say that they're a lot of people's heroes. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're absolutely incredible. People. And they're interesting, you know. Like they're mm-hmm. yeah. That again, my my dad's not going to give you anything, and he's got stories that would be everyone else's greatest story of all time, mm-hmm. right? Like not even close. And it's just nothing. No ego. No. Wow, it's so humble. <laughs> that's crazy. That's neat. That's wild. Uh, you know, what? I think that's a great place to end it. I think so too. I think it's fantastic. And? Well, first... Well, oh, well, thank you. And yeah, this is um, great. we didn't mention it at the top of the episode, but it is our season three premiere. Yeah. So oh. thank you. Sweet. Um, this, yeah. For joining us for our yeah, third year fun. of podcasting. Yeah. Thank really you. fun. Thank you. Ready? Thank, thank you for, for cutting, cutting deep with us on Papercut Paper Podcast. Podcast. Thanks. Thanks.